You are now tuned in to the Conversations with Christ podcast. This is Cortez. And this is Cassie. And this podcast is meant to discuss everyday topics from the perspective of a Christian couple. From relationships to prayer, we'll explore how faith guides our journey, aiming to offer comfort and encouragement to our listeners. Although we are not pastors, counselors, therapists, or life coaches, we hope that you are encouraged and can learn and grow from our experiences, our advice, and our testimonies. We hope that you connect with us on Instagram and TikTok at ConversationsWChrist or on X at ComboswChrist. You can also find us on all podcast streaming platforms. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Christ. Um, if you are watching YouTube or looking at a snippet, we are not in Kansas anymore. We are Kansas. That's what you know. What is it? The Wizard of Oz. Oh, okay. <laughs> ah. Anyways, you guys got that. Sorry. We are currently in Thailand on our honeymoon. <laughs> having a blast uh we've been out here for a couple of days now gotta go to the night market we got to do a beach day or play some tennis uh yeah i had a lot of fun a lot of good food even the food on the flight here was amazing so it's been truly been a blessing we are now the davises so yeah and we wanted to take this opportunity to just talk about marriage our marriage so thus far getting here getting to marriage getting to marriage and just some encouragement for those um who are married who are thinking about marriage and just, our thoughts yeah give some light on the subject i mean we knew to this so yeah, we're only we don't a have few days. <laughs> a few days in but just give our take on it and give the wisdom that we have um starting with i guess the proposal uh, when you knew and when i knew uh, so for those who don't know or missed it in 2019, uh, I lost my little sister, uh, due to some health complications and she had health complications pretty much all of her life. But in 2019, it kind of just got the best of her and she passed. And, uh, my father and I agreed, uh, in 2019 that to honor her, we would get some matching tattoos and, and he struggled with that a lot um he's gonna draw it and he kind of struggled with doing that just because every time he went to draw it or went to work on it he had to be reminded that his little girl passed away so uh took him a couple years and in 2021 um, Cassie decided as a Christmas gift that she would collaborate with him and kind of motivate him to get that done and with that being said, she was able to, he was able to get it done in a day after she sent some motivation, some pictures, some help. And when they presented it to me in 20, 2021, I was shook. Like I was speechless, didn't know what to say. I was just taken aback. And I went to God and I was like, okay, this is getting far. This relationship is tugging on some like serious strings. We are making some serious commitments here. I need to know if this is who I'm going to marry within the next year. So I was like, I need a sign. If this is who I'm supposed to be with, then I'm going to make that move and I'm going I'm to propose. But if this is not, then I need you to help me break this off before anybody gets any more engaged or like any more feelings involved because we're getting deep. 
And the very next year, a couple months into the year, she decided that on her own, not no push from me, no anything from me, that she was going to get baptized again. And watching her get baptized in front of my family who flew out just was God's answer. It was bright and clear. I was like, this is the one. Very next month, I started ring shopping (laughs) and was able to find a ring. And yeah, we were off to the races. And then the proposal the enemy was truly using every tactic of spiritual warfare to stop that proposal from the time that we woke up that morning they had an early flight and there was a thunderstorm and it never thunderstorms in arizona it, it, we have thunderstorms all the time but yeah. it doesn't actually thunder like thunder this was like lightning heavy heavy, heavy rain. like that midwest storm yeah so where I, we had to walk our dog he was shook he didn't want to go outside we we're getting drenched Almost missed Um, our um, shuttle shuttle. ride to the airport. We get to the airport. airport. The thunderstorm was so bad that it caused a complete shutdown of the Phoenix airport. And, like, systems were down. So every system was down. They were manually writing ticket numbers to check people's bags in, manually writing your boarding pass. Finally get through all of that craziness and get through security just to find out that our gate got moved. Started boarding our flight. They said, oh, nope, your flight's canceled. So I got off the flight, tried to get another flight. Then they were like, oh, no, your flight's boarding again. So we had to rush back up, get on the plane. The hotel that we stayed at was a little sketchy the night before. And then just even leading up to it, I got on the boat expecting for the cruise director to be able to help me with the proposal. And he was like, yeah, uh, we actually aren't doing that right now because of COVID. So you're kind of on your own. So I'm like, oh, I was banking on them helping me and had a whole plan. But... We ended up having a very, very intimate moment um, just by ourselves. Well, there were some people who came by and were clapping because they (laughs) saw us, but it ended up working perfectly. And crazy enough, the moment that she said yes and we put that ring on, everything Everything, stopped. Yeah, everything. Everything cleared up. It was like the sun came out. Everything was just perfect after that. Like there was peace. Like there was peace in the universe. Like nothing could phase us. Everything went smooth. Like it was just amazing. Yeah. And I think I knew, um, I think the proposal was my sign, but, um, I want to say like a month or two before he proposed, um, we had a really, really serious conversation about how we're going to raise our kids. Mm. And we had different views on things, um, and for the longest time, the, his view, I nece- didn't necessarily agree with it for the longest time um, and would debate him on that and just say, no, like, that's not like putting my foot down. Like, that's not how we're going to be raising our kids. Like, that's not how I want to raise my kids. And when we had this discussion um, at this time, there was like a piece that came over me that was kind of like, you know what, like. Although I don't necessarily agree, I'm willing to put my pride aside and my own opinion aside and trust that you will do the right thing at that time Mm -hmm. and trust that you will come to me with a conversation and that we would both be able to sit down and really go over like what needs to be done. And I think when I found myself doing that, I then realized that, okay, like, I've never done this for anybody. I've never been able to put my own pride aside. I've never been able to kind of um, 
allow someone to lead, especially in a um, in a topic that is so that I'm so passionate about. Mm-hmm. So when I found myself being able to just kind of allow him to leave, I w- lead. I was like, okay, this is someone that's different. Like I've never felt, and I actually like wasn't angry. I felt like a really like <coughs> excuse me, a peace come over me. So when I felt that, I was like, it was just different. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is like, I, I'm i really falling in love with this man. Like, And I remember going to bed that night and asking God and praying, like, God, if this is if this is supposed to be the man for me, I need you to give me a sign. Because if it's not, I need you to... I need I need you to help me get out of this. Like, I need you to help me remove myself from this relationship because I would not be able to do this by myself. We were so invested at this time. Um, we were already living together. Mm-hmm. We were sleeping together. We There was just a lot that was happening that we had done prior to um, us getting married that, like, if we decided to kind of pull away, it would be the most hardest thing I think I've, one of the hardest things I think I'd ever have to do. So I told God, like, if this is not the person that is for me, I need you to help me because I won't be able to do it on my own. And shortly after, you know, praying that prayer, he proposes because, and then the reason why I say that that was my sign is because I didn't know we were going to get like engaged um it was to my understanding that we weren't planning to get engaged until three four years later i personally was okay (laughs) with that because we had that conversation so when he proposed to me it was out of the blue like yes we both had discussed that we were both ready but we discussed mentally ready but we discussed that financially and like where we wanted to be as far as like a house and things of that sort. Um, we were going to wait until those things were kind mm-hmm. of done before getting engaged. So um, I didn't know that he was already had already gone to God about it. I didn't know that God was already in the works of it. Um, and I think it's funny because he had prayed that prayer before I prayed that prayer. And it's to me like I kind of like picture God saying like, oh, you have no idea like mm-hmm. what I have planned for you or like what I'm already working on or what's already been done. So I think it's just beautiful to think that um, we were both kind of like looking at that and praying the same prayer at the same time. And he ha- he was already leading my husband into doing an engagement. And I was just, you know, just he was like telling me, like, just be patient. Like, I'm going to just watch, you know, what I have planned for you. So I think that was really, really amazing Yeah, in itself. Something that you touched on that I think is important to take like a small detour <laughs> is, yes, we had said we were going to wait three years financially. See, when I said that, it was a complete, at that point, I had already known like, oh, I'm going to propose soon. So I had threw that out there as like a complete, let me just throw her off. Let me just get her off the base so she don't, she not looking for rings. She not expecting rings. Yeah. She not doing that. But I know in society, there's a lot of times in relationships where people are like, oh, well, like, I know that this is the one, but it's just not the right time. Like, finance, maybe in a couple years we'll be ready. Or, like, once we have a house or this or that. Like, and once you get into that mindset, you are constantly putting it off and putting it off. Like, then two years come up and, oh, well, now we have a house, but... Uh, now I want to pay on my student debt or like, yeah. oh, our house payments are more. Maybe we should just wait until we get it down to this amount. And <laughs> I truly believe like if you are with the person that you are supposed to be with and you are praying to God to ask him like, 
this is my person. This is the person that you have ordained to be my wife or my husband. Don't wait. Right. Like you are wasting time, especially if you're like living in sin and doing things the wrong way. Like you could life is so much better on the other side and you will be waiting a lifetime for the perfect moment. And right. you got to make that perfect moment because the enemy will constantly tell you, oh, you you good. Just keep yeah. putting it off. Keep putting it off. You'll keep waiting. Even with our marriage, we were thinking that. And we'll get in, I guess we'll get into that next leading up to the marriage. We weren't sure that the wedding was going to pan out good. Right. We had doubts even so uh, through our church in order to get married. We had to go through premarital counseling. And after our first session, Cassie I thought she wasn't ready, ready to, to be married, married anymore. Yeah. She was like, I don't I can't do this. I, I'm not ready to be a wife and um, was having doubts. But yeah. we were able to get through that and push through that and get to the wedding day and then a couple months before our dog got into some <laughs> plastic uh chewed up a container and uh, we had a butter. $1600 bill. medical bill to pay and yeah. we're like uh we got to make we, final payments soon yeah, like how are we going to afford the wedding the wedding comes around we had more than enough money yeah. we weren't sure how we paid everything paid I lost all of our money vendors she lost a at the airport on my way back from my um my bachelorette party, I had my bridal shower and I lost a um, hundred dollars that I truly thought that I was really, really going to need mm-hmm. for the wedding. Um, so I was really upset about it and disappointed. But then after like a few hours of being disappointed, not being able to find it, I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to be upset about it because mm-hmm. God's going to triple it. And he did just that. He tripled, quadrupled it in mm-hmm. more ways that I could even ask exactly. and expect. So yeah, God really, really came through um, financially and just even just to give us like strength and direction mm-hmm. during like our planning process and just dealing with the planning process and dealing with finances and mm-hmm. dealing with the marriage counseling and preparing and like understanding. I think God really, really came in through and through all of that. Another plug for not only premarital counseling, but that was extremely helpful for us. We 100%. answer questions and talk through different things that we on our own wouldn't would have never. known, to, would never have known to yeah. do. Like we were deep and we had talked about a lot of things, but like parenting styles and um, family just, traditions, all different yeah, things that we hadn't even, thought of. Even taxes. Just, even just day to day. like Yeah, expectations. Living, expectations, commitments to each other. Um, how to love one another. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I feel like you can have these conversations um, as like a couple without marriage counseling but having someone to kind of guide you and at that guide you in a spiritual way um with god in the center of everything i think it just makes it way better way easier um and just kind of helps set a foundation for your marriage to come Mm -hmm. so that you know how to work through things or you know how what to look for when um you are in a marriage. Yeah, I, I plug yeah. regular counseling as well because even before our premarital counseling, yeah. we have went through our own just couples counseling, and I am a strong advocate of that. One hundred percent. At the time, we were going through a very <laughs> tough, tough time. time in our relationship, and we honestly didn't think we were going to make it out. And me, as a kind of last resort, was like, okay, well, let's just do counseling and see yeah. if we can work out our differences, talk it out with somebody to mediate who's unbiased, and just get insight on like how we can work through this or if we can even save this right and that 
set us so far ahead of the game. 100%. That fixed our communication, Everything. got us to a different level of trusting each other. That completely set us on the right road. 100%. And that was so early on in our relationship that it was when we first that moved in together. really built our yeah. foundation and built our roots and got us to where we are now. So yeah. I am and a that's huge something that like I think it's also important not to go off on a tangent is to really, really ask yourself before you move in with someone mm-hmm. um, and before you decide to become physically involved with someone, really ask yourself, is this the person that is for me? Like, is this like ask yourself for your those motives? Like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, why do I want to move in with this person? Why do I want to have sex with this person? And really, really consider those things, because if even if at that time, like it's all like, yes, like, yes, I do want to spend the, I do see myself spending my life with this person, or I do see myself like eventually marrying this person. I think there are some things that can happen during the time that you are together that can make things complicated. And then if you find out that that person isn't for you and now your finances are all tied up, Mm -hmm. you're living with this person, you're sleeping with this person. And now you don't know you're, you know that this relationship isn't, you know, um, healthy for you, but now you don't know how to get out because, well, he pays for my car. Mm -hmm. No. And like, I can't pay for my own car. No. Or, you know, um, I can't live by myself in an apartment because we bought both of our monies or now we have a joint account. I don't know which money's my money, which money's his Mm -hmm. money. So now I can't separate. Like I'm super dependent upon this person. I am telling you, if you are doing those things and you're not with the person that you're supposed to be for, be with, you are missing your blessing. You're mm-hmm. missing the person that you are supposed to be with. You're missing your blessing. If I, if we could go back, we would have. I would have started our. If I had known God prior to meeting my husband, I would have started off our relationship. We would have started off a relationship a lot different. I agree. Um, and I think not necessarily that it would have been healthier, but just in the case that like, what if we didn't work out? What if this wasn't my husband? Mm-hmm. Then what? Like we would have been living together. It would have just been so hard to separate ourselves to the point where who knows if we would have been able to separate ourselves yeah, even speaking back to what i was saying like if god would have yeah. said this isn't your person that mm-hmm. would have been a tough pill to swallow mm-hmm. back then like we were so attached we had a dog we at had that a dog point. together so it would have been yeah it would have been hard like who's the dog gonna hard. go with yeah. like we were yeah like our we had finances we had a joint account finances were going in together because we were paying off for our rent and like electricity and all these things. So it would have just been tough. Like I really don't recommend, I recommend doing it the right way. And the right Mm -hmm. way is really, really value your individuality, really Mm -hmm. value that time alone. If you're dating, like value the separation Mm -hmm. and like really, really like put this, look at this person and, and really look at them and say, okay, how do they handle certain situations? And is this someone I could marry while also asking God to guide you mm-hmm. and let you know, okay, is this, should I be spending time with this person? Or like, should I even be putting time on this person? Because that way you're guided in the right direction. You don't waste time. And most importantly, you're not wasting like emotions or like putting, not wasting emotions, but like putting, um, a lot of um, putting yourself through a lot of heartache mm-hmm. or pain. I think it can save a lot of that, especially when you're not sleeping with someone. I think it could honestly, when you're when you're sleeping with someone, I feel like it can clog your mind a lot. Definitely can, and it won't allow you to really see the person for who they truly are because you're kind of when you have sex with someone, you become one with someone. So um, it can kind of 
gear you to the in the wrong direction as far as who this person really is what their truly motives are it won't let you see them for who they truly are um when you're dating versus when you're not sleeping with each other you're able to really ask those deep questions really really have your own opinion mm -hmm. on this person without it being um clogged or by those yeah, pheromones and yeah, all that other stuff that, that comes with sleeping stuff. with someone 100 percent and I, as soon as like I got baptized, God had convicted me of that, of like, you're, you're not to sleep with this person. Mm -hmm. And we had a conversation about it. And I think it was really, really hard for Cortez to get on board. <laughs> but I, yeah, honestly, it was rough. But we weren't married. We were, we were living together. Mm -hmm. But to me, it was like, well, this is what God told me. And this is what I'm going to do now. Like, if you de decide to agree or not, like, that's not really up to me. And that's the type of like, mindset we're all we all should have when we're yeah. not married like if you don't agree with this then that's something that you need to deal with on your own because what he's telling me and although we did have like our slips and we did have our mistakes and you know we did make mistakes but i think like us every time we did have a mistake we're like okay wait we need to get back on track mm -hmm. like this is what God is asking of us. This is what we need to be doing. Yeah. And then eventually he, God had revealed, yeah, God had it. revealed him like why he shouldn't be sleeping with me before we got married. Then we were able to get, um, what is it? Uh, prayed over yeah. and kind of like allow God to remove any like, uh, what is it? Spiritual ties, mm -hmm. uh, soul ties that we've had with other people we've slept with in the past and just things of that sort to kind of, um, so that we can come together in marriage on a fresh start, clean, yeah. and, you know, be able to be one with only each other and not bring in other um, people that we've slept with and, like, other soul ties that we've had connections to and vice versa. Yeah, so it was definitely hard. It was and really hard. It was a challenge. Especially when I didn't have the conviction myself. Like, as a, I was Christian, obviously, longer than Cassie, and I think I, throughout different points in my life, I had had that conviction. But then I would let it go, and then it would come back, and then I would let it go. So when she got it, I was like, all right, you know, I'll do it. But it's not like a joint decision. But when I got it on my own, I was like, all right, we're doing this. Yeah. And we stuck yeah. with it. And, like, we did have a couple slip-ups, but we yeah. got back on it. And I think that we that was one of the big – We had accountability, and that was one of the major things that, like – our marriage counselor. <laughs> Our marriage counselor was. She was very Each accountable. She, she would check up so on us. Where are you guys? Yep. Because she would say like it's not ideal for you guys to be sleeping in the same mm -hmm. bed, to be living together. It makes it a lot harder to try to, um, you know, stay um, abstinent mm -hmm. when you are um, sleeping in the same bed and living together. So she was constantly like, "Are you sure you guys want to live together?" We're like, "Well, we don't really have a choice," um, but. You know, she was really, really good at like asking us each session. So, how are you guys doing? Like, yeah. are you guys remaining abstinent? What are some things that you guys can do in order to like channel those feelings and other things? Like, maybe working out, going mm -hmm. for walks, or like, and then we would just think, like, imagine every time we, you know, had some feelings, like if we would just go on a walk, like mm -hmm. how many steps we would get in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I do think it's important to really consider those things when you are preparing yourself for marriage. And then the last thing that I'll say on that is um, I think it's also, at least for women, like something that um, the word does talk about is that or in uh, Genesis, um, the God and the word does say that um, Adam was on the earth first and um, he prepared his wife 
for Adam. Mm -hmm. So we are made for our husbands. We're prepared for our husbands. So I think like if you're someone that is constantly thinking like, oh, when am I going to get married? When is it going to be my turn? Like I haven't even met anybody. Like know that God is in the works. He has already created your husband. Mm -hmm. He's just working on you. Yeah. And you need to be able to submit yourself to God and really ask God to prepare you. If that is the blessing that you are like wanting and are looking for, he's going to prepare you for him. So if there's things that you still need to work on, like maybe some traumas or um, just like thing, like maybe habits that you're trying to cut out or just be trying to be a better woman, um, keep working on those things because once you're like worked through, once you have worked through those things, your husband is going to come. Mm -hmm. And I, I promise you that, um, God is preparing you. Your husband's waiting. He's waiting for you. He's God is just preparing you now, um, in order to be for your husband. Yeah. And I don't, I think to add to that, I don't want to put it all just on the women because men too need to prepare and you're alone <coughs> time and different things. I was fortunate enough that Cassie, where she came into my life in 2020, I was a very, very broken individual. And I had a lot of different traumas and a lot of different past relationships. And just even my way of thinking when we first met was not at all who I am now and not at all the person that I am now. And I was fortunate enough that to go to counseling and to get involved in church. And she was able to stick by me through all of that. But I think that if I could have done some of that healing on my own and worked through that on my own, it would have made me the perfect person when we met. But mm -hmm. she was I was blessed and fortunate enough that she stuck by me as I was going through all those changes and supported me as well. And that didn't stop just when we got into the relationship and things got as serious, even going into our marriage. So um, I was really big on becoming a leader and going into our engagement. I was like, OK, I feel like I, I got pretty good finances we're pretty in a pretty good steps but I don't know how to be a leader so I was praying constantly like how do I lead how do I lead like what does leadership look like what does being a husband and leading my relationship look like and God is revealing things to me left and right um even at man camp revealing me how to be a leader giving me different scriptures on it and showing me how to like handle different how to handle tough decisions and not being so indecisive and trusting that Holy Spirit will lead me into making the right decisions. And even the importance of cutting those soul ties. Um, mm -hmm. We had talked about um, in man camp how, like, you can forgive people, you can let things go, but when you come into covenant and you sleep with someone out of, outside of marriage, you make a covenant with that person that, that in God's eyes, that is your wife, that mm -hmm. is your husband at that time. So all of the different people that you've slept with in your past, those are all different covenants that you've just broken and moved moved on with so at man camp we had the opportunity to break all of those covenants and that was something that was really important to me because there's people from years in my past where i was like i've forgiven this person I, i've let this person go but it's just like lingering and that mm -hmm. just cleared it all and i think that's something very important too but just to get back to that leadership like you are continuously yeah. working on yourself even in marriage like there'll yeah. be different things that you'll learn yeah and, and i d yeah not to say that like you need to be completely fully healed oh, yeah. when you're you know in order to get married no not at all that's not that's impossible you're no one's going to be completely fully healed um before getting married and it, and and don't feel like you have to be um when god tells you it's the right time it's important to trust god mm -hmm. um because god will never lie to you um he when he tells you it's the right time it's the right time and believe him in that and i think i had to really really trust god 
in that because I was like, I when I first started marriage counseling, the first session, I was like, okay, like I can't get married because I'm not true. I'm not fully healed. Like I have a lot that I need to work on. But something that I've learned um, during this journey is that he's healing me in, in, in ways that and in, in different areas that. I didn't know he could heal me in. Mm-hmm. And even in um We got that prophesied church, over us yeah, in church. It was prophesied over us that he was healing um different like holes that had been left in my heart and void that I didn't even know he was gonna heal me in. So it's yeah, I think it's just important to ask God to guide you and guide your relationship and to let you know <coughs> excuse me, um, if the person that you're with is the person that you're supposed to be with. Um, in order for, you know, for just things to work out and to fall the way that they're supposed to. But I don't think that you need to be truly forever and like fully healed in order to get married or anything. We all like, even as, even, (laughs) (laughs) even as you go like through your marriage, you're going to constantly carry on different baggages there's going to be different traumas that are going to come along you know because it's life Mm -hmm. life is hard um so you're going to constantly have to be healing in different ways you're going to be growing in different ways you're going to be becoming evolving and becoming a different person so it's you're never going to stay one person you're never going to stay healed like there's going to be different things that are going to be unlocked and that you're just going to have to re-heal yourself from so and that's a major thing that i learned through just our counseling is that People will change, and Cassie has changed, and I have changed tremendously yeah. since we first met, and I still love her more and more every day. So don't expect to, the person that you marry or the person that you're dating will be the same. Like People go through changes. People go through different Positive phases in life. Positive and negative Positive changes. and negative, and you and just got to learn to love who the person is and continue to learn them. Don't just think, oh, because this was your favorite color 15 years ago, it's still your favorite color now. Right. My favorite color ain't changing. It's going to be red forever, <laughs> but... Um, and I guess I know we got to wrapping up on time here, but I would encourage people don't let the media or what you see in the world 100% turn you off towards marriage or make you think that always oh, just a piece of paper and every, oh, everything's just going to be the same as it is now. It is completely different. We've been in this for not even a full week yet, or f- technically a full week today in Thailand time. And it is Actually, completely different. It is complete. The bond that I feel with her. From the moment we left and we're actually because we were busy during the wedding. So Mm -hmm. we weren't really able to really talk about what we were feeling and stuff like that. Um, After we got married, we were just kind of like in In shock. shock. Yeah. Um, But once we were like it got it was quiet. We were on our way back to uh, our hotel and we were able to really, really talk about what we were feeling. And from that moment everything had changed Mm -hmm. our feelings for each other it was just like don't mean to sound cliche but it was really like a magical moment like Mm -hmm. the way that I felt I have never felt in my entire life for someone like I felt so strong like in a way that I can't even explain like I felt stronger I felt like nothing could come against us I felt like I was although we were two holes coming together I felt complete in a way. And God was even working in our ceremony. Like <laughs> we we didn't know this because we were so locked into each yeah. other, but people said that they saw hummingbirds, like dozens of hummingbirds flying as over we were us. saying our vows, flying over us. So God still loves marriage. He still is endorsing marriage, he and is so do we. Working. He is working through our relationship. He is working through us, and that 
was a sign. I hope that we can share a picture on our page yeah, of the hummingbirds or, or videos of something of the hummingbirds just so we can give you proof. So we but not yeah, just, just lying. don't yeah, don't let media change your idea of marriage. This whole ball and chain or yeah. my crazy or wife marriage or, is gonna go downhill when you get married sex or sex stops is gonna when Man. you get married. <laughs> stop. <laughs> okay, I stop. Because I know sex. we got family watching this, but <laughs> sex stops when you get married. It was that should say something though. <laughs> that should say something. If sex is stopping when you get married, that is the enemy working against mm-hmm. your marriage. Sex should not stop when you get married. It should be the best you've ever had. Um, don't let media, don't let people, don't let people who are in bad marriages um, or marriages that they're not supposed to be in um, alter your thinking of what marriage is like. Um, don't let people who are going through a challenge in their marriage make you think that marriage isn't it. Marriage is it. And I'm telling you that. And I know we, we don't, we we are only a week in. But from just this week, from what we've experienced in our relationship has has been completely different. And I'm not telling you go get married with the person you're with right now. I'm telling you to pray on it. it. Take it slow. Do not. This is something that you do not rush at all. At all. Take it slow. Ask God to guide you in it and be obedient to God. Because he might tell you to let go of some things. He might tell you. He's working in you to prepare you. So he's going to give you convictions on different things. And you need to be prepared to let those things go when he tells Mm -hmm. you to. He's convicted me a lot uh, to give up a lot of things since before we got married. Mm -hmm. And uh, slowly I'm starting to realize those things like and why. And like and him him healing me and the things that I've like let go of. He's going to guide you in that direction. When you ask, he's going to guide you. So be ready and be obedient. Um, but I am telling you, like, don't listen to what media has to say about marriage mm-hmm. because it's not real. Um, marriage is a beautiful thing and it's a beautiful experience and journey. Um, and I'm sure that God is going to continue blessing us as we go through our entire lives of marriage, which I am very, very excited about. I'm very, very excited <laughs> as well. It's been amazing so far. Uh, my last words of encouragement are for single people. Um, if you need advice or need something for maybe a relationship that you're in or for something that you're going through, or if you're not even in a relationship and you're just by yourself, don't go to other people who are in the same predicament as you for advice. Mm, go to someone who is worth, right. Go to someone <laughs> that you is uh, someone that's in a position that you want to be in. Don't 100%. go to that single be. person that is always out clubbing and by themselves for advice. If you're trying to get married right. and for married couples, don't go to your single friends and ask them for advice on what you should do in your marriage. They don't know. They haven't been married. Not to say that they can't give good advice, but find someone who has been where you want to be or yeah. is where you want to be. And then to our married couples who are going through troubles or different trials right now, I hope that we can be a sign of encouragement to show you what it was like or remind you of what it was like when you first got married and give yeah. you something to hope for and to strive back for because marriage is truly beautiful. Yeah. And I don't know what exactly you're going through right now, but... I'm sure you can get back to this and get back to making it beautiful. I think one of the things I, and last thing here, because we have to go, but I think one of the things that I uh, said when we were going um, back to the hotel after we got married was I, during challenging times, it's important to remind yourself what God had already told you. Mm -hmm. 
God had already told us that we were getting married. Yeah. God would already told us that we were that we were meant to be husband and wife. Remember that when God yeah. has told you, when God tells you something, remember it because when challenging times come and you think like I'm not supposed to be with this person or the D word starts coming around, divorce. Remember, God told me I, this was supposed to be my mm-hmm. husband. Don't let the enemy trick you into thinking that you made a mistake. Don't let the enemy trick you into thinking that this is not the person that you're supposed to be with anymore. That was only for a season. No, honey, it's not for a season. It's for eternity. Yes. And God already told Preach. you that. So you need to remember it and constantly remind yourself, this is the person that God told me I was supposed to be with. When God says marriage, it's forever. It's not a season it's not for a week it's not for a few years it's not for when we have kids and then we get divorced. no when god told you you're supposed to be with that person he meant it forever because marriage means forever so it's important to remind yourself you know for those that are going through a tough time if god told you that was the person you're supposed to be with remember that remind yourselves that and and ask god how to work through those challenges because you guys will get through it but yeah the hey, I'm shocked. <laughs> you hear my wife over there? Hey. Well, we, we got some go. uh, we, we got some plans. excursions to yeah. do. So Davis is out. Thank you for <laughs> Thank joining you so us for, for joining another us. conversation with Christ at the table. <laughs> uh, we'll try to get one more episode in yes. while we're here. But if not, you know, we'll see we'll you see later back in Arizona. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.